Are you selling a little or a lot? Either way, Shopify helps you do your thing. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. It helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. In fact, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And now you can sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Most of the business owners who listen to No Bullshit Leadership want to go large. What's so cool about Shopify is that no matter how big you want to grow, it gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash leadership or lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash leadership now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash leadership. Welcome to the No Bullshit Leadership Podcast. In a world where knowledge has become a commodity, this podcast is designed to give you something more. Access to the experience of a successful CEO who has already walked the path. So join your host, Martin Moore, who will unlock and bring to life your own leadership experiences and accelerate your journey to leadership excellence. Hey there, and welcome to episode 278 of the No Bullshit Leadership Podcast. This week's episode the five best episodes of 2023, as chosen by Marty and M. We've been producing the No Bullshit Leadership podcast now for over five years, and as we traditionally do at this time of year, M and I are taking a look back on the year of podcast content. We've picked out our favourite episodes for you to go back and listen to while you're enjoying some downtime in the new year. We've had another cracking year at Your CEO Mentor, and one where our global reach continues to grow. I've been living in the US now for over two years. Em's daughter, Florence, is now walking and talking, a proper little human, and everything is going pretty much to plan. But it's not without its challenges. In last week's episode, we reviewed our 2023 business performance, looking at the things that went really well and the things that didn't go so well. If you missed that, it's worth a listen, for no other reason than to know that, just like you, we're running a business, trying different things, and having our fair share of success and failures along the way. So as we do, this episode is a joint effort between me and Em, who's the brains behind your CEO mentor. She runs the company from our Global HQ in Sydney, and in her spare time, she also produces the No Bullshit Leadership podcast. Today's episode is particularly special because for the first time in 278 episodes, Emma is physically in the same room with me. Welcome to Chilly Boston, Em. Hello, hello. Yes, it's actually a little bit weird. We are recording in the same room. We've only ever done it virtually. So I'm actually loving this, Marty. We should probably do this more often. Um, Look, there's so many episodes for us to choose from and they were all my favorites, Marty. So it was actually really hard to pull them down to my top five and honorable mentions. But I think it would be worthwhile talking through the evolution of the podcast this year because we added a Monday episode. Yeah, what a great innovation, Em, to do Moments with Marty, because it gives us that episode in between the weekly episodes of No Bullshit Leadership, where we just do this really short, sharp shot of leadership insight, 
And it's really useful because it just gives you that three to five minutes ability to consume something positive and something practical that gets you going in your week. But back to the task at hand. All right, so each of us has an honorable mention, and then we'll do the countdown, or is it the count up, from our fifth favorite episode for the year right through to number one. All right, Em, so why don't we just start with your honorable mention? Yeah, thanks, Marty. So mine is episode 234, which was an interview with Amy Porterfield. Now, um, hopefully you've heard us talk about Amy at some point on the podcast. She really was the architect of the blueprint for our business, and it was her podcast, Online Marketing Made Easy, that I listened to for years before actually starting this business or trying to convince Marty to start the business with me. So it was just such an awesome interview um, where she spoke about going from you know, working in a corporate nine to five to becoming an entrepreneur. And now she's made over $85 million in online course sales, which obviously that's the model of business that I want to build. So it was, yeah, it was just wonderful being able to chat with her. And we only did two interviews on No Bullshit Leadership in 2023. One was with Amy and the other one was with Scott J. Miller. So yeah, I just, I absolutely loved that interview and I've listened to it so many times and yeah, I love the one with Scott too, but this was definitely my honorable mention. What about you, Marty? What was yours? Yeah, thanks, Em. Um, probably as an honourable mention, I, I sort of toyed with throwing this into the top five, but it didn't quite make the cut at the end of the day. And that was episode 243, Credibility, the Hallmark of Great Leaders. And look, really, it's, it's almost like a Mythbuster episode because we spend so much time these days talking about desirable leadership attributes that we forget that the reason a leader is there is to perform. And that if you want people to follow you, you've got to have credibility. And so there's a big difference between, of course, a smart executive and a great leader. And we forget to talk about the fact that credibility starts with competence. And as long as you're pursuing noble leadership attributes, you aren't doing anything to build your competence. You're just focusing on the wrong things. So I was pretty straight and direct about why it's important to be competent, because you want people to have confidence in your ability to lead them. Now, of course, there are a bunch of other elements as well that go to your credibility. So truthfulness, your ability to communicate, uh, whether you can handle the pressure, like I call it grace under pressure, how accountable you are for what you achieve uh, or don't achieve, and of course, results. Do you actually get the results? So that was my pick for the special mention, episode 243, Credibility, the Hallmark of Great Leaders. Oh, I love that episode too, Marty. But there's so many great episodes for us to go through. Why don't you take us into your first pick for the top five? Working our way up, what did you have at number five? Number five for me was episode 229, Confidence, Arrogance and Self-Doubt. I've got quite a few personal stories in this one, uh, one being the contrast of my own rugby career with that of Nick Farjones, who I played with briefly at university. So a little bit of a blast from the past and some reminiscing there. But the real message here is that there's a massive difference between confidence and overconfidence, which can then even become arrogance. And we're told that humility is really good. But if you don't have confidence, it can be super dangerous. So how do you actually keep yourself in the space of being confident and being able to move forward and make decisions the way you need to without letting it lead to overconfidence or arrogance? And that is really important if you want people to follow you. I also talk about self-doubt because we're told that everyone suffers from imposter syndrome at some point in time. 
And look, I'm not a huge fan of that expression, only because we're told to ignore it. We all get it and it's not real. So try and overcome your imposter syndrome by ignoring it. But this can actually feed into a lack of self-awareness. And as I said in this episode, self-doubt is the handbrake that regulates your confidence to stop it from morphing into overconfidence or arrogance. So I think that was a really important episode uh, to actually get those uh, very, very clear concepts out because we're told to be humble and it's only a part of the story. All right, Em, you're up. Tell us what you've picked for number four. Oh, if I had a dollar for every single time I saw imposter syndrome come up on LinkedIn, I would be a very rich lady. (laughs) Okay, so my pick for number four is episode 239, Leading in a Low Performance Culture. This was a really important episode. A lot of people try and implement our leadership advice and the strategies and tools that we talk about on the podcast, and they find a huge amount of resistance in the culture. We invariably get the question from them, okay, now what? (laughs) I want to lead better, but my boss isn't really interested in doing what's necessary to achieve performance. And, you know, if we're being honest, a lot of leaders believe their own bullshit. They say they have high performance and high performing teams, but none of the measures that might indicate high performance are actually present. And they don't actively do anything to elicit better performance from their people. This can be pretty confusing because then it causes people to question the proven principles of leading for performance. So, you know, as Marty says, every leader gets to choose where they set the standard and whether or not they enforce it. But quite often, there's a mismatch between three things. Number one, what you know to be true of your environment. Number two, what the senior leadership tells you about your environment. And number three, what the culture defines as acceptable norms. And so I just think this is such a great episode for anyone who is trying to lead in, you know, in one of these low accountability environments and cultures. All right, Marty, what do you have for us at number three? Thanks, Em. Number three for me, episode number 268, how to get through to your people. I absolutely love this episode for many reasons, but not least of which is the fact that I get to tell a story from Breaking Bad. Now, I reckon it's probably the only leadership podcast on the planet that's used an example from Breaking Bad. Everyone else is talking about Ted Lasso. And I was really happy to be able to pull this together because it was a moment in time which was one of the most moving scenes that I've witnessed in any TV drama. Uh, Classic stoner burnout, Jesse Pinkman, recalls this brief moment in his life where someone was able to get through to him just ever so briefly. They just said something in a particular way at a particular time that resonated with him. And from that, he went off on a whole different path just because of that one conversation. And as I make the point here, how to get through to your people, it's really about trying a whole lot of different things. You never know what's going to hit the mark. You're constantly trying new methods and techniques to get through to people, to tap into their intrinsic motivation. But you never know until you've tried everything you possibly can, and just occasionally, you'll see the lights go on for someone when you've said something for the hundredth time, and it just happens to be said at a time and in a way that cuts through and resonates with them. So I really love that. Um, By the way, the original name for this episode was, Is That the Best You Can Do? Because that was the question that Jesse Pinkman's shop teacher asked him 
that got the breakthrough with him. But, uh, of course, M made it much more accessible to our whole audience. So <laughs> thanks very much for that, M. Uh, that's number three. What have you got picked for number two? Oh, I love that one too, Marty. That was such a good storytelling episode. Okay, number two for me is episode 257, Your Leadership User Manual. Now, the reason why I love this one, but you know I love processes, um, you basically put this out as if you had to write instructions for the people who were going to work for you, what would you say? What are the instructions? What's the manual that you would give them? How would they know what to expect or what to do to get the best results or really just how to be successful working for you? And I just don't think people do this. Like I certainly didn't until you showed me this episode or the script for this episode. And I thought, oh my gosh, this is a no brainer. Everybody should be doing this. So, you know, what would that leadership user manual say? Marty talks about the pros and cons of the user manual and then gives a bit of an outline of his own user manual. So, you know, his personal leadership style, his leadership philosophy, how to get the best out of him, the things that he finds difficult to tolerate, how to best communicate with him, how to be wildly successful as a direct report, um, you know, what people tend to misunderstand about him. Uh, my favorite one is the, you know, you won't enjoy working for me if dot, 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 and kind of gives a little bit of that list. So I would highly recommend anyone who would love to have their own leadership user manual, go listen to this episode. There's a free PDF downloadable that you can kind of work through. It it was just really valuable for me. So yeah, I really loved that one, Marty. Yeah, thanks, Em. That was actually a bit of an eye-opener for me when I came across that concept. And um, I wish I'd thought about that early because I could have saved a lot of grief and pain for the people who worked for me as they were working out how to get the best results under my leadership. Um, all right, we're going on to number one. I'm going to talk about it, but I need a drum roll. Drum roll, please, Em. Fantastic. Thank you so much. Number one, episode 267, Management versus Leadership. Now, I had to put this number one, and Emma agrees with me. It's just such an awesome myth buster. And the reason I thought about it was because I got trolled online for one of my Harvard Business Review articles. Uh, and this article went gangbusters on social media. Uh, I had, you know, millions of views, thousands of uh, reactions, and, you know, hundreds of comments. And the very first comment that appeared was a guy saying, in the very first sentence, the author conflates management and leadership. He doesn't know what he's doing. And so I thought that was hilarious and a red rag to a bull, of course. So I had to do this episode, which basically talks about why management and leadership are almost indistinguishable. They're not black and white concepts that live on either side of a well-defined line. They live on a continuum. And of course, some things lend themselves more to leadership skills than management skills, and they'll be down the ends of the continuum. But it's almost impossible to differentiate. Now, of course, we see on social media and the thousands of blog articles that are written every day talking about leadership versus management, leadership seems to have become this noble endeavor, whereas management is scorned. And this is incredibly simplistic and naive. And most people don't realize how symbiotic the two of these actually are. So you've got a bunch of self-styled leadership experts who've never led anyone who are all too quick to point out the differences between leaders and managers. But great leaders understand the links between these two disciplines really, really well. I give three really clear examples of how intertwined they are. So I talk about setting targets in an annual planning process, I talk about managing individual performance and, of course, 
decision-making, which is part leadership, part management, always. And I think personally for me, I found out many years ago that I was a much better leader than I was a manager. And to lift my performance, I had to become better at management. And so that was my path to becoming a better leader was in strengthening my management skills. So yeah, great Mythbuster episode, right Em? Oh, absolutely. And we got so much feedback on that episode, people saying that they had kind of demonized uh, management beforehand and always thought that leadership was you know, the right way, the way to go, and that they can now see the clarity between the two and how to work the two together. So it was just such a great episode, Marty, and just another great year of quality content. Honestly, you I don't know how you continue to make these episodes. You just keep coming up with original content week after week and I'm I'm really I'm really proud that you can do that, but I'm also really grateful because it is just making such a huge impact on our listeners. So, you just keep getting better and better like a fine wine, Marty, and the podcast episodes, I can't wait to see what you create in 2024. Oh, thanks so much, Em. And and look, considering when we started the podcast, I only had roughly two dozen episodes on the chalkboard. It's good to know that we're still hitting the mark 280-odd episodes later. Uh, But uh, talking about that fine wine, it sounds like it's wine o'clock to me. Yep, it sure is. Now, Marty, why don't you take us out for the last one of the year? Fantastic, Em. Thanks so much. So that brings us to the end of episode 278. Thank you for being such a great audience over the last year. Uh, We're going to make a few more changes to the podcast in 2024 to keep it fresh, so stay tuned. And remember, at Your CEO Mentor, our purpose is to improve the quality of leaders globally. To usher in the new year, I'll be lining up my crystal ball to take a look at what's in store for the world of leadership in 2024. Until then, I know you take every opportunity you can to be a no-bullshit leader. (laughs) 